You're listening to For the Love of Dharma. My name is Heather Love, and I'm one of the first certified Dharma coaches in the world. I'm a spiritual and integrative life coach who specializes in nervous system regulation, rewiring the subconscious mind, and of course, finding your Dharma. I'm a self-proclaimed personal development junkie who left my 20-year corporate career in 2021 without a plan except to trust my intuition that it was the right time to go. I'm obsessed with helping more people expand their perspectives, step into their truth, and fall madly in love with their lives. You're in the right place if you're ready to uncover your passions, reclaim your radiance, discover your soul's calling, and step into the highest version of yourself while you learn to live life on your terms in a fun and authentic way. Welcome to this magical adventure where we'll ponder life's big questions together. Here we go. friends, welcome back to another episode of For the Love of Dharma. Do you ever feel like you don't have enough time to do what you want or need to do? Or does time escape you? Or do you lose track of time? Do you often ask, where did the time go? Or maybe you could just do that thing if you only had more time. Or maybe time heals all wounds. There's so many references to time in our lives that it's hard to escape any conversation without it being mentioned. Have you ever heard the phrase, time is an illusion? I have a sweatshirt that says it because I believe in this so much, which we'll get into in this episode. So let's get honest for a minute. Are you one of those people that's always late. So your friends and family give you an earlier time than everyone else in hopes that you'll actually be on time. Or do you always just feel behind? Or maybe you're constantly rushing from one thing to the next. Are you the last one to arrive to meetings or dinners with friends? Do you always tell yourself that you don't have time for hobbies or to just play? What if you could create as much time as you need? I might have mentioned this on the podcast before, but time doesn't really exist. We all know that a day on Earth is 24 hours, right? But if you're on Jupiter, a day isn't even 10 hours. On Saturn, a day is about 10 and a half hours. So who is to say what a day is? On Mercury, a day on Earth is 59 days on Mercury. So maybe if you feel like you want more time, go there. Just kidding. Don't do that. You'll burn to death because Mercury is so close to the sun. But regardless of what time it is on other planets, time is how us humans operate. And it often feels like there is never enough time. I wonder how many times I'm going to say the word time in this episode. (laughs) It's going to be a lot. Wouldn't it feel phenomenal to be able to have as much time as you need to do the things that you want to do? What if I told you it was possible? As is true with anything in your life, what you focus on 
expands, meaning the more you pay attention to something, the more of it that will become apparent in your life. If you're thinking about buying a blue Ford or Honda, almost out of nowhere, you will start seeing blue Ford or Hondas everywhere. Why? Because it's now been brought into your awareness. The same is true with time. If you're focused on how much you don't have or how quickly it's going by, then you'll have even less. I got the idea for this episode because I was reading The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, and he has a whole chapter on something he calls Einstein time. So we're going to get into what that is and how it can benefit you. I very much believe that time is made up, which is great because that means that you can create whatever time you need or want. Unfortunately, most people don't live this way. Most people live in a constant state of time scarcity. They figure out all the things that they have to do and then work through how long each of those things will take, all in hopes that they can find time to spend with their loved ones or eat meals or go to the bathroom. When I worked in corporate, I used to hear all the time people say, I didn't have time to eat lunch. And I always thought that was funny because eating lunch was very high on my priority list. So I I made the time to eat lunch. The way Gay Hendricks describes time is something he calls the old paradigm, which is the Newtonian approach to time. It's us against time and we are always losing. The premise of this approach is that we will always have a problem with time. Either we don't have enough or we have too much. You literally never hear anyone say that they have the exact right amount of time to enjoy and do everything, right? Like you've never heard that. The Newtonian approach, which is like Newton, but Newtonian, (laughs) that approach is that time is outside of us, which when we think about a lot of things, including what will bring us happiness, we think the same way. We let the outside world determine how we feel on the inside. So for instance, you notice the clock ticking and you feel anxious or rushed, or you notice the time is not going as quickly as you wish it would and you feel frustrated or bored. We think that we have no control over time or how we feel about it. So this is where Einstein time comes into play. As Hendricks explains it, what Einstein time is, is essentially the ability to shift your perspective of time. And therefore, time will go at the exact speed you want it to. Stay with me. This is a new paradigm, and I know some people aren't going to be willing to accept that they can actually speed up or slow down time. But what if we could just play with the concept for a minute? For example, back to corporate, because I know a lot of people can relate to that. But when I worked in corporate, I would get more done on half days than I would if I was in the office for eight hours. I didn't know it back then, but this was me expanding time. I knew I had certain things that I had to get done that day. And I knew that I had half of the amount of time that I usually did. 
And I went into those days with the attitude that I knew I could get everything done I needed to do. And I wouldn't even feel rushed about it because that's just how it was supposed to be. I guarantee you that if I had eight hours to do those same tasks, that it would take me eight hours or even sometimes longer. Einstein time is really how we feel about the passing of time. The example that Hendricks gives in the book is how if you have spent the last hour with a loved one that you haven't seen in a while, how it can feel like only one minute. But if you put your hand on a hot stove for one minute, it will feel like an hour. When your energy is expansive, like it would be if you were with a loved one, it's as though time disappears. You relax into the space around you. Your consciousness expands. When you're willing to occupy all the space, time doesn't exist. You glance at a clock only to realize that it's already been hours that have flown by. When there is nowhere else you have to be or anything else you have to do, whatever time it is, is exactly the right time. Does that make sense? So Hendricks says that when we're running on Einstein time, that our experience of time changes because we make a change in how much space we are willing to occupy. And when you learn to take up space differently, you can actually gain the ability to generate more time. If you get this, it is the coolest thing ever, I promise. If you've ever been on a road trip and have had to use the bathroom while you're in the car and there aren't any rest stops for 50 miles, you are very aware of how slowly time seems to go. Or if someone tells you they want to talk to you, they send you a text, but they give no context about what it's about or if it's good or bad, your mind will automatically think it's something bad because of our inherent negativity bias. And time will seem to crawl until the time that the conversation is had. Or if you have kids and you're waiting for them to put their shoes and socks on so that you can finally get out the door to school, you're constantly checking the time on your phone and thinking that they're slow as molasses, right? So this is the opposite. So maybe you're not rushed. Maybe things are going too slow. So what can you do? Well, the first thing I would offer is that where you can to eliminate the things you don't actually want to be doing or not going to the places that you don't want to go. I know this isn't going to be possible for a lot of things, but where you can, try to remove the things that you don't love. Some people have explained this, that if it isn't a hell yes, then it's a hell no. Again, not always possible, but take a look at your life and see where you can get rid of doing things that you don't want to do. Where can you get better at saying no thanks? This will create time in your life. The next thing I would suggest is to take a look at how you act when you are doing things you enjoy. I always use this example of how I used to be when I would take my kids to the zoo. Now, I love the zoo, but when I did a little self-evaluation of my tendencies, I noticed that I was always worried about time. What time we got there, what time we were going to leave, what time we were going to eat lunch, 
what time was the show we wanted to see. And then all of that impacted the way we experienced the zoo because it was always based on time. Yeah, okay, I know you're having fun watching the monkeys, but are you ready to move to the next thing because we have to get to the small mammals pretty soon or we're just going to have to miss the 12 p.m. sea lion show and then we won't be able to go until 2 p.m. and by then we'll be on the other side of the zoo and we can't have that. And on and on it went. Ready to move on? Ready? Ready? So if this sounds like you, I want you to really think about the things that you say you enjoy doing. Are you showing up in a way that allows you the time to enjoy it? What if you approach it with the idea that there is no end goal to achieve? What if the whole point is that you just enjoy each and everything in the moment that you're there instead of trying to make sure that you see it all? What if instead of worrying about what time it is, you bask in the happiness of watching the otters play or the snake eat its breakfast or the elephant getting trained? Are there times in your life that you have to be on a schedule? As much as I'd love to say no, the rest of the world hasn't caught up with me yet. So yes, probably you'll have to be certain places at certain times, especially if you're flying somewhere. But it is absolutely up to you how you experience that time. When you understand that you're in control of that, you can actually create as much time as you need. It's not a you versus time situation anymore. Realize that you are the source of time. Take ownership of that. Stop letting time have power over your life. Back to Hendrix, he offers asking yourself one question when you are feeling like time is outside of you. So if you're struggling to grasp that time is something that comes from within, here is what to ask yourself when you're looking for enough time or even an abundance of time. Where in my life am I not taking full ownership? The reason for asking yourself this question and getting really honest about the answer is that stress is often caused by resisting ownership. So if there is a part of your life that you haven't been willing to accept and take ownership of, you are very likely feeling stress. If you're feeling stressed, you're going to be more sensitive to time, whether there seems to be too little and you feel rushed or there's too much and you feel frustrated. Everything is connected. So just try asking yourself the question about where in your life you're not taking ownership and see if anything comes to light. And then see if how you feel about time is affected by this shift in you. Another thing to try, and I love this one, not just for time, but for so many things, but stop complaining about time. Stop talking about what a hurry you're in. Stop saying that you wish there were more hours in the day. Stop wishing time away by asking when you can go to bed as soon as your feet hit the floor in the morning. Like I said in the beginning, what you focus on will be brought into your awareness even more. So if you're constantly complaining about how you don't have enough time, what you will notice is a sense of feeling rushed, hurried, and stressed about time. Stop complaining about time or stop complaining in general, but for the sake of this episode, stop complaining about time. 
watch how much more relaxed you feel and how time just seems to expand. Something else that Hendricks talks about in The Big Leap when it comes to Einstein time that I absolutely love is that he brings the sensation that you feel when you are rushed into the body. I think this is really important because tuning into our bodies gives us a lot of information as well as keys to how to shift the feeling. When you're feeling hurried, take a moment to notice how that shows up for you in your body. Where is it? What does it feel like? Does it have a shape? Does it have a color? Now, Imagine what it would feel like if you had the opposite feeling. You're feeling bored. You have too much time. What does that feel like? Does it have a movement? Does that have a shape? Does one feel better than the other? Can you take anything from either of these scenarios that is good? For instance, when you're rushed, there is sometimes almost an excitement feeling. Maybe you could add a dash of excitement to it when you're feeling bored. I don't know about you, but I actually really look forward to it when my calendar doesn't have anything on it for the day. I'm excited about the opportunity of what the day holds with having nothing scheduled. It's a shift in perspective, but from the body's vantage point of view. When you're feeling like there's no schedule and you're just in waiting mode, Can you bring any of those feelings to it like when you're on a deadline? Hint, the answer is yes. You get to choose that feeling. You get to make a decision to view it differently. It takes practice to master this skill. I'm still not a master. I'm better because I keep practicing. We are constantly bombarded with reminders about time and why it's never the right amount. Allow yourself to sit with the idea that time is not something that is created out there. You get to decide how you will feel about time on the inside. I promise you that your life will become so much more enjoyable when you stop letting time rule it. Our trips to the zoo today look nothing like they did before I grasped this concept. In fact, my trips anywhere look nothing like they did before I grasped this concept. I am rarely rushing anywhere ever anymore. I have shifted how I view time and know there is always the exact right amount of time. Do I sometimes forget and get cranky? Yes, of course. This isn't a one and done thing. Like I said, it's a practice, but the reminders come back quickly so that I can make as much time as I need just by shifting my perspective. I have never liked feeling rushed and now I almost never have to. If someone tries to project their rushed sense of time on me, I always bring it back to that's how they are choosing to experience time. And it doesn't have to be how I choose to experience it. Just because someone feels rushed does not mean I have to take that on. And neither do you. I would love to know what you think about this episode. And if you give this a shot, I would love to hear about it. 
I would be honored if you would head on over to Apple Podcasts and give me a five-star rating and review so that I can continue to reach more people and share inspiring messages across the world. Thanks so much for listening. Have a magical day. 